our hearts to Jesus It's time to break some holy bread Grab your coffee and your Bible Fear not Friday. Friday. Praise the Lord. And it is August the 18th. 19th. 19th. Sorry, don't have glasses on. Fear the Lord 2022. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Hey, good morning, saints of God. I want to say before we get started here that we've had problems with the internet all morning, or I have. I had Michael reset our router, so maybe it keeps saying we losing, we're losing connection and coming back. But we're here, and we're going to try, but if something is going on, it's not us. It's out here in the country, and we're living with this router. So anyway, we're going to try this song.
together we sing. Everyone sings. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with His glory. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Oh, the earth is filled with His glory. You know we gotta do a we gotta do a daybreak soon where we just play music, right? We had one. I know. I was thinking about doing it today, but our other daughter is sick, and I want her to be part of it. So Sarah is better, but she still didn't feel quite good enough to try to sing. So she's coming out of this thing. Hallelujah! We thank God for that. God is good. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is full of his glory. I just praise God for his goodness. Hey, good morning, Miss Pat. Good morning. It's good to see you on here. So, reminder, this weekend, big weekend, full weekend, uh, we're at the upper room Sunday morning, Sunday evening, okay. Saturday morning. Tomorrow. Me, me too, tomorrow. You too, Meg. Saturday morning, tomorrow morning, we're at the upper room. Josh is bringing the word. Excuse me. And then we're at the Tennessee State Fair from 4 to 5. That's our slot community stage. Please come if you're at the fair. I'm not saying come to the fair to see us. But if you're at the fair, come by the community stage and uh, give us a hug and say hi to us. and with us. Huh? Yeah, worship with us. Praise the Lord. And then Sunday morning, we're at Providence in Hartsville. And Sunday night, we're at Oneida. Little Charity Ministries at Oneida in Oneida, Tennessee. Now, Larry Neal, you see his name on here. Uh, I don't know if he's on here this morning, but he's usually on here. Miss Angie, she's usually on here. They, Miss Angie is the pastor's wife, and, and Larry uh, is one of the leaders there of the church, and and so we are looking so forward to seeing them and hugging their neck. Uh, it's been a while since we've got to be with them. So that's this weekend. Thank you for being here this morning. Remember to give us a thumbs up, especially you guys that tune in on YouTube uh, to help the algorithm get out there, people. If you just give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down, at least we'll get some kind of action. I think if you're getting action that it puts, puts it out in front of more people. So we're in Revelation chapter 4, and I'm going to go, I'm going to skip off the next section, kind of. You'll see what I mean. To, this morning, I'm going to talk about the worship explosion that should happen to us as we see the Lord. Now, we, we got to verse 6 yesterday, 
I only I only saw two questions from yesterday, so I want to get those two questions. I had two questions come in. One, uh, the again, who are the elders that are seating on thrones around the throne? And we we devoted an entire daybreak to that. But to say simply, we are not told exactly. But when we looked in chapter five. And we listen to what the elders claimed about themselves. We learn this, that they are glorified, redeemed humans. And so the 24 represents the priesthood or the glorified, redeemed humans that's been bought by the blood of Jesus that get the privilege to sit on thrones and rule and reign with God. Part of his reigning congregation hallelujah the next question was from yesterday and it was this what's the names of the seven spirits that are before the throne now as i said yesterday i want to say this again the seven spirits you can say the seven spirits represent the one holy spirit the one holy spirit but if you wanted to put names to each one of them then the only place we have this is in isaiah chapter 11 Verse 2, 1 and 2 there, you read that, and you could you could name them by saying one of them is on, on one of the seven spirits would be the Lord, Yahweh. Uh, 11, two. 11, yeah. Isaiah 11, 1 and 2. I would go ahead and put 1 and 2 in there. Wisdom would be the name of one. Understanding would be the name of one of the flames. Counsel would be the name of one of the flames. Power would be the name of one of the flames. Knowledge would be the name of one of the flames, and fear of the Lord would be the name of one of the flames. Because we use Scripture to interpret Scripture, and if the Scriptures doesn't tell us what it means, and if we don't have other Scriptures we can look at that sheds light, then we kind of just leave it alone, and we can give us our opinions, but that's about all we can do. Now, today we're starting with verse 6, and I'm just going to go ahead and read. I'm in Revelation 4. We're going to read 6 through 11 again this morning. And before the throne, there was a sea of glass like unto crystal. And in the midst of the throne and round about the throne were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. The first beast was like a lion. The second beast like a calf. The third beast had a face as a man. The fourth beast was like a flying eagle, and the four beasts had each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night. Now listen to this. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. When those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever, cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure... They are and were created. Praise the Lord. That's beautiful, isn't it? So, something I want to draw out today 
Now, one, uh, we will get into who are the living creatures, the beast. And, but I, we might get, have to give two days to that. I don't know because we have short Bible studies here. But uh, today I, I wanted to talk about the throne a little bit. Now, I, I showed you guys a picture. Let me jump over here. And now I've got two pictures that I found on the internet. One of them, now this is different, but it shows the myriad of angels that in chapter five, it tells us there's a uh, chapter five. It says there, the number of the angels that were surrounded the throne were 10,000 times 10,000. And then it says, and thousands of thousands. In other words, innumerable and they're singing and they're praising with a loud voice and so this depiction has the angels let me show you this one we notice this glorious throne the 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 before the throne is like the sea of glass and remember two times it talks about the sea of glass before the throne is clear as crystal uh but he says it's as it were a sea of glass and so it's not actually a sea of glass, but it's as it were, clear as crystal. So that's just a beautiful uh, picture, I think. But now my favorite picture is this one. I love this one as well. But it doesn't have the myriad of angels that are around the throne. But what I wanted to discuss today a little bit, I wanted to read another scripture to you on this Fear Not Friday. Fear Not Friday. And I'm saying, fear not to go before the throne. You see, some of the things we forget, brothers and sisters, we've been studying the throne of God, and we're seeing this beautiful throne of God, but it's before this throne that we come. When we pray, and we're praying in the Spirit, it would be good for us to imagine ourselves. This is where we are. We're before the throne of God. We're before his mighty throne, and this is the most descriptive picture of his throne. So when we are blessing our meal, let's just say a simple blessing. We're saying, God, thank you for this meal. If we could imagine ourselves in the spirit, when we are praying and talking to the Father, we're talking to the Son, or we're praying to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, let's imagine ourselves right before this throne, standing on the sea of glass. Amen? Seeing this throne before us, and maybe it would give us more reverence when we are praying and talking to our Father. Back in the book of Hebrews, uh, starting with verse, uh, verse, verse 13, uh, Hebrews 4, 13, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13, neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. All things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. We'll get into that next week, the eyes of the living creatures, right? Verse 14, I mean, Hebrews 4, 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, Yeshua, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, Verse 15, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with our feelings of our infirmities, with feelings of our infirmities, but is, but was in all ways, 
always tempted, all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Now, verse 16 is the catcher. This is why I went here. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we might or we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us come with confidence before the throne. This throne that John is seeing, this is the throne of your God. This is the throne of my God. And when we're in prayer and we're on our knees, whether we're in our living room, in our bedroom, whether we're laying on our back, imagine yourselves when you are praying, you're coming before the throne of God that's got the elders surrounding, the myriad of angels surrounding, the beast, the living creatures, the beautiful, magnificent God of heaven and earth sitting on the thrones, the God of thunder, the God of lightning, the God of all gods who gives mercy and grace to his people. That's the throne we're coming to. The next thing I wanted to talk about today is this explosion of worship. One person said, and I like this, when we see in verse 8, that they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And we find this back in the book of Isaiah as well. We find that these beautiful creatures with six wings are saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, right? We find this worship, and this, this guy said, he said, so we see for 800 years now, you know, John's having this vision in 95 AD, and we see for 800 years they have been surrounding the throne saying, holy, holy, holy. I read a quote from Desiring God Ministries that I wrote down. I love this. It says, the example of heaven challenges the assumption that congregational worship should be reserved and subdued. <laughs> the example of heaven challenges the assumption. It challenges a lot of assumptions. There's people who's like, that chorus, you ought to sing that chorus over and over and over. That's Why would you do that? Look at what the holy creatures before the throne are saying. They cease not. Day and night. Now, maybe as you read this, you're like, man, that just, day and night? I want to make a statement here that I believe. The, the clearer that we get a revelation of the reality of God, who, of who God really is, the closer and the more revealed God is to us, the more this explosion, this eruption of holy worship will come out of us. I believe it with everything in me. The reason that this becomes distant to us is because we're distant from the Lord. Matter of fact, the entire book of Revelation is a musical. That's strange when we think about it. It's a musical. Now, if you Google in Revelation the musical or Psalms of Revelation, different people see 
how many different songs you could type in say google how many songs are in the book of revelation some will say it revolves around seven songs and i've heard others say there's 27 songs in the book of revelation what we do know is that they erupt in singing this they're singing and they're praising you just think of the songs that you know that come from the book of revelation where do writers of these songs get these lyrics it's because they get before god and they're praying and they're worshiping and all of a sudden this worship comes from within them whether it's hymns or praise and worship it doesn't matter it's worship to the lord i, th I thought of an old hymn holy 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 lord god almighty Early in the morning, my song shall rise to thee. Where's that come from? People get close to God. When you're in prayer and you draw close to the throne of God, you cannot help but worship. This is why in your congregations, this is why. Can you, can you come to the place where you just go through the motions and sing the songs? Yes. But this is the reason we start services singing. Why? Because there's something about singing that has the ability to change our spirit from that of distance to one of worship, to bring us into the thought of worship of the one on the throne. That's why we sing before we preach most of the times. In most of the congregations, when you go to worship, you have a praise team or you have a choir or you, whatever your tradition is, and you sing songs. What are you? Why do you sing them? Because you're lifting worship from your heart to the one who is on the throne so that you can get your mind and your heart ready to receive the truth of the word of God as it's preached. Hallelujah. Look in chapter 5. Chapter 5, verse 9. And they sung a new song. You see, they're singing. Revelation, they're singing. Who's singing? Well, here, the ones who are singing is the beast, the living creatures, the cherubim, the seraphim, the elders, they all fall down and they're singing. The more holiness hits people, the more the more of the holiness of God that hits you, I'm going to tell you, the more that it ha happens, let me tell you what happens. You start going down. Hallelujah. You start going down till you bow on the ground. That's what they're doing in heaven. That's what they're doing in heaven. Hallelujah. And they're singing, but it's not just them. And it said in the chorus, what are they singing? We talked about this a few days ago, but they're singing, you, you're worthy, right? You're worthy. Why? You have redeemed us by your blood. You have bought us. They're singing this. Never forget they're singing this. You've made us under our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. And I beheld in a... I heard voice of many angels, and then that's what we're talking about. All of the angels burst into singing. You see, when the four and twenty beasts give glory and they worship, worship is combustible. It it 
It causes others to worship. When you get in contact with God and you begin to worship God, then people around you feel it and they get in to worship with God. And pretty soon, as the holiness of God hits a congregation, everybody will begin to worship and praise God and be, give glory to the one who sits on the throne. But the reason this doesn't hit us often, many times it don't hit our hearts, and it's because we're distracted. I think that's what I'm going to preach on this weekend. I'm trying to, I'm praying and asking the Lord how to put this sermon together about distraction. We're so distracted. We're distracted by everything. Sometimes it's, by the distraction, it's hard to do a sermon about distractions because you're distracted. Funny. That was funny. But I desire to be as these living creatures are. And and what I was saying, this gives pause and thoughts. Oh, they say that over and over and over. That's what happens when you get close to God. Oh, God, you're holy. God, you're worthy. God, I praise you. Has it ever happened to you? It's happened to me. I remember one night I woke up from the middle of a sleep. I had a vision of God in my sleep. And I got up. I felt the presence of God so heavy. I got out of bed and laid face down. I got face down on the floor beside my bed. And all I could say was, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And I wasn't even studying the book of Revelation at that time. It just hit my heart. And I pray for you that if this has never been part of your worship, that it will be. My prayer is that when you go and you assemble with the saints of God and the choir is singing the songs and the worship leader is leading the songs that you'll allow your heart to be affected by what is being sang and that you'll think about the words that are going forth and that it'll lift your spirits and your thoughts to the Lord because it's only in His presence See, in his presence, that's where I'm strong. In his presence, that's where we get what we need. In his presence, we're able to forgive. In his presence, we get our next step. In his presence, we understand what we need to do for our family. In his presence, we get the answers to our prayers. We need to be in the midst of his presence before the throne of God. And I encourage you, I encourage you, I encourage you, go before the throne of God. Go before the throne of God. Let's get off here. Next week, we will discuss the living creatures, and, and I'll try to give what I think about what they are. But this weekend, you guys are going to assemble somewhere. So worship the Lord. Remember, you're not there for men. You're not there for people. You are there. We, we worship God. We love God and we love our brothers and sisters. So we're to show love to each other as well. But our main purpose is to get our heart before God and worship him and see him as he really is. And brothers and sisters, if you begin to see the Lord as he really is, what's happening in heaven, it's happening because they have a clear vision of who God really is. And the clearer that vision hits you and me, the more that worship will explode from within us. And I pray that this happens for you as well. So before we close, we want to remember Brother Bill as well. 
uh, last night. They were supposed to, I have not heard from him last night or this morning yet. The last word I had, they were moving him to Vanderbilt to get prepared for the open heart surgery. And, but so hopefully he's moved over to Vanderbilt, but we still don't know if it's going to be today or Monday. So we want to pray for him. And I want to pray for you, and I'm asking you to pray for us. We've got a big weekend this weekend of service for the Lord, and we need the anointing of God to be with us everywhere we go, and that this heart of worship will come out of us as well. As we sing songs that God has given us, the main purpose is worship to go forth. Let's pray. Father, God, we pray for your mighty protection and hand over Bill as this surgery is getting closer lord we are asking you to send angels for him for diane's husband as surgery is coming for him as well all of those that are facing surgery lord anyone that's part of daybreak that has topped in prayers lord we lift up them to your throne and ask you to we want to find grace and help in time of need. Lord, we come before your throne and we bow before you, mighty King. And we ask you to help us with the distractions in our lives. Help us, Lord. Help pastors, help preachers, help worship leaders, help choir members, help deacons, help congregations. to get a vision of heaven, Lord. Open up heaven and pour out your spirit in a fresh new way and bless your churches everywhere this weekend, Lord. As they assemble, let your powerful spirit be with them. Heal our sick, Lord. Protect your people and be with us. In Jesus, Yeshua's holy, precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Lord willing, we'll see you Tuesday morning right here, Daybreak Live. Bye.